yeah, my little brother is in the house at the moment. He showed me his new vehicle that he has, his new toy car. I said, cooler than the bus. And he said, no, here's the bus. And I was like, okay. And uh, <laughs> not that he'll interrupt, but, you know, just you never know when that child appears. Mm-hmm. So, oh, my gosh. I put my phone, I put my my computer on Do Not Disturb. Why is it still ringing? Somebody's got to fuck it up at one point or another, am I right? Oh, that's why, because there's like four people that are allowed to access me while it's on Do Not Disturb, and one of them are texting me. <laughs> anyway, hopefully that's the end of that. Okay. Caitlin, you almost done with your sushi? I just dropped it on my lap. <laughs> she has sushi. She yeah she's she got some makeshift sushi that she's making in front of her like homemade stuff she explained it but you were busy it's this stuff that is like some rice and some other stuff and she's making it herself with each bite to answer your question yes is it really noisy uh yeah it, it's a little like you can hear you can hear the cling 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 <laughs> last week you oh. were eating too and and I heard the cling cling and I asked you if you were eating but you didn't hear me so you kept talking. Oh, I did not hear you. I was yeah, like, nobody I, I heard Ryan ask you that, and you just didn't answer. And Ryan and I were like, <laughs> I didn't hear that. I literally thought I got away with it. I was like, nobody heard me eating. I can. <laughs> we're both we're like, hey, did you eat something? And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I only have like a few more bites. One second. I ate the last of the seaweed, so now I just gotta scoop it up. I'll unplug it for that. Scoop it up. Actually, I won't. You guys can be able to cling, cling. I forgot to buy Kinsey's Squishmallow, so I have to go back and get it. Kaylee is putting it in the bag for me. Oh my goodness. Listen, let me tell you what happened. I went to work today, Kinsey, and they put all the Squishmallows that people have been hiding on the shelf. But mine was hidden good. Only one person knew where it was hidden. And I'm walking, and I see it on the shelf. I said, who the hell touched my shit? I tried to get y'all on it. I snatched it. I said, I'm buying that today. Because I was rude. <laughs> I try to remind Kinsey. No, it's not Kinsey's fault. She ta- called me. I just couldn't remember the phone call conversation. Yeah. Kins- Longy, why don't you shut up? Shorty. <laughs> Shorty. Shorty. That was scrumptious. Perfect. Very good. Let me do something real quick. Bro, you know, one thing I don't like... Now I have a table. I can, like, prop this little stand-up right in front of my face. Dang. Well, I'm going to pee real quick before we actually start-start, I guess. But you guys can keep talking because we're recording. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, What? In the podcast bin, I found a pretzel. Okay. (laughs) Now you may go. You act like all three of us don't have pretzels. I'll take the blame for it. Yeah, but that was before I started eating pretzels. Back when we no, recorded in the studio, no. I started eating pretzels after that. No, you were always in charge of the bin. Actually, that's a lie. <laughs> that is a lie. Actually, no, you were in charge of the bin because I'd be like, "Kaylin, grab the mics while I set up the computers." Hmm. I might now have eaten like the pretzels like one of the last sessions, but like, fuck you. You know, Mariah's ass be taking her her long fingers and digging into you know the pretzel bag and munching on them on the podcast. She's like munch, munch, Mariah munch. Yeah. What are you looking at in your fucking room? Nothing. Kaylin, kiss my butt, please. I have a question for each of you. Hold on. Do you rather through Mariah, Kaylin, and I as little stackies? (laughs) And Mariah, when Kaylin's a bear and I'm a snail. I don't want you to be the grass. I'm a hedgehog. That's a grass. That's hedgehog. Kaylin, what is your would you rather? A, a hedgehog. What do you think the word hedge means? Can Plant. you tell me your 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 would you rather? I can't speak. Your would you ra- would you rather question? Yes, I was gonna ask a would you rather question. All Which right, is? Would you rather somebody talk shit about you like you're in their mouth, or would you rather just be completely forgotten and nobody even acknowledges your existence? Oh, well, when people talk crap about me, it fires me up. Oh, so you're not fired up when they're just like, Mariah's not interesting enough to talk about. Oh, I can give two crap what people think about me. Hmm. But then how are you going to be famous? Well, I mean, if there's people talking crap about me, at least I got people in my corner talking good about me. What do you mean? 
So you're picking the, you'd rather people talk crap about you. You're asking me if I'd rather people talk crap about me or someone not talk about me or no one talk about me at all, right? Pretty much, but like out of the, she's not interesting. Can you reword the question? I don't know if I'm just stupid. <laughs> so either people are talking shit on you, you're in their mouths, right? And you're right. Maybe there's a good half to that, that some people talk good. But you're like, let's say you're out here trying to like, you know, get famous and trying to get noticed. But like, they're like, we're not going to even talk about Mariah because she's not even interesting enough to talk about. Oh, like, well, my haters that. make me stronger. So. So you're picking talking shit. Yeah. My whole family talks crap. What do you mean? All right. Kinsey? It fires me up. <laughs> I was looking at Rise. Show me that again. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Fires me up. <laughs> <laughs> out here. What about me? What's my question? Oh, that you I, have the same I, question. I said it. What about you, Kinsey? Oh, would I deal with? Would I want people to never talk about me again, or or only talk shit about no, me? Not only. No. Would you rather your name just going around in general in people's mouths, or would you rather nobody find you interesting so nobody's going to talk about you ever? I'll you know she'll talk. be a rising. I need, her to, I need them to talk shit because, like, how else am I going to get people to buy things from my store? Yeah, you're like, you how else what? am I going to get famous? Just because they're talking crap doesn't mean they're not buying stuff from a store still. That's true. There's so many people that follow Dylan Mulvaney still, and I'm like, why y'all follow her? You hate, you hate her so much. Mm-hmm. You see how good she looks blonde? I know. I heard it's because she's an Aquarius, and Aquarius placements are really good about that. She's an Aquarius? I think she has an Aquarius placement somewhere. I don't know exactly where. Oh, because I'm the one that told you that Aquariuses look good with dyed hair. Maybe I heard it from Kinsey. (laughs) I think she did. Y'all, I got long gray hairs now, and I'm just like, I'm not looking forward to the in-between stage. I just want to be like platinum right away, like platinum gray silver. You could do it. People do that when they start getting gray. No, I don't want to damage it, so it's, like, got to happen naturally. Mm-hmm. Like, at this point, I want it to just be virgin and come on naturally because it's already so dry and brittle because it's lost all of its color. Well, my mom just got her hair redyed, and they said that she had no grays, so my mom I'll said that I should oil. be thankful. I'll milk her hair and put it in mine. My mom said I should be thankful that I have good genetics from her, and I said, Mom, I don't think the genetics are coming from your side of the family. I but I don't think. <laughs> like, there are only, like, a few white genetics that are, like, good, and I don't, I don't think she's gotten them. Well, Kenzie, you know they say Asian don't raisin. Well, she ain't got gray hair and she's like 47, so. Well, you know, maybe she's got a few good things. You know, no gray hair, that's good. Yeah, but like I was getting that genetic regardless. Like I look at my my mom and dad's genetic line. I'm like, yeah, I got the good genetics from my mom's side. For sure. For sure. That's funny. My dad gave me yeah, fucked up that. teeth until I got braces. You have pretty teeth. Now- that's Braces, my guy. But the the teeth, they look good. Yeah, but braces made them look... Here's the thing. Even if my teeth were straight, I got, like, two small teeth that, like, I look like I have buck teeth with completely straight teeth. I will say the shape of my teeth are from my dad, too, and those are really good. They are really nice shape. (laughs) Like, why the fuck are the two outside of my little buck teeth, why are they shorter? Why? Was Someone I meant to be a thing. vampire and they fell out of my, like, past life? Like, out of my mouth? Hold you guys on. ever have dreams Why about your teeth falling out? I have. As a vampire. Caitlin, bring us in. You're listening to post-credit depression. Wait, I brought us in last week. Kinsey, bring us in. Caitlin, is your microphone setting on the right one? Let me look. Yep. Okay. On the butt cheek. And you're holding it the right way? Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you hear me fine? Yeah, right sometimes like your audio just is going in and out, but it's okay. I'm going to try to figure it out when we're done. It's okay. Okay. Well, when Kinsey's done drawing you as a vampire, she'll bring us in if if you're that offended about bringing us in twice. Well, I mean, I'll do okay. it. Okay. We'll, we'll wait for listening. Kinsey's drawn, drawing. Oh you're listening to Post-Credit Depression, where we talk about our hyperfixations of the week. Um, my name's Kinsey, and I'm drawing Kaylin as a vampire today. That's hot. Thank you. That's my fun fact. What a blessing. You know, the birthday month before my birthday month, so. My name's Mariah. Since Kaylin's just (laughs) mumbling. (laughs) Uh, and my fun fact is my five-year-old brother may or may not make an appearance during this episode. Keep the mic to your mouth. I can see my audio levels. 
Yeah, but I heard you go out when you looked away to look at your ball. Kaylin. My name is Kaylin, and I love drinking tea. I think I'm the only tea drinker in our group. That's a lie. I've been drinking tea my whole life. What kind of tea? Oh, I like green tea, black tea, peach tree. Peach Peach tea. tea. (laughs) I like green tea, black tea, peach tree. (laughs) When I was really young, I wanted to drink coffee with my grandma, and I wasn't allowed to. So I would make her cup of coffee, and then I'd make myself tea, and I would put like cream and sugar in it anyway, even though you're not supposed to. I like black. Thank you. I I like the green tea from Panera because it tastes like juice. (laughs) You know? Seems fitting. Dicks. What? What? Who allowed her in the podcast? I don't know. Y'all, I took my earrings out to clean them, and I'm feeling naked. Look at that. Ain't no hoop in sight over here. Ain't no hoop in sight. Look what I'm wearing, dog. Those are super cute. Who got them for you? Some girl that calls me every day. (laughs) Some non-binary person. Yeah, actually, just some person, and you're not allowed to know what they're like because they're just a person. <laughs> just a person. Well, just I'm a glad person. you like them. I remember being nervous I, if you'd I, like I, them. I, like, a binary way, so you're not allowed to know what they're like. Like they're so much so of a person that you could just pick them up and put them in an aquarium, and that would be your person. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. That's it. No, nothing else special. They What's would just fine? exist in this glass wall. Great attributes. I know, honestly, I'm very jealous that they're able to, like, float through life that way. Just vibing. Just vi- just vibing, is what I'm saying. You know what's funny? What's up? When I took that little quizzy quiz, you know, there's, like, the feminine side and the masculine side, and then there's, like, the negative, where it's, like, you're not really binary either way, and then there's, like, the forward, and it's, like, you're androgynous, so you have, like, both qualities. I am on the androgynous side, which means that, like, I have both, but I don't have no negative, which is weird. Well, to me. You should take that quiz I you... sent you because I heard it was it was very accurate compared to the other one. Oh yeah, I do. Because the other the that, one yeah. that you're talking about talks really heavily on masculine and feminine traits alone, and not like a lot of like internal dialogue. Which is why the test was fake, and I'm non-binary too. Well, well exactly. I mean, the test that I sent you had like the quote unquote seven genders, aka like, you know, if you were a non-binary, cisgender, transgender, a bunch of breakdown, didn't matter. I took that quiz, said exactly what I thought it was going to say, which was a gender. I'm not surprised. That is not a vampire. Cop- I got teeth right there. Titty, titty suck. I drink Cop- titty suck? Yeah, I drew naked. Send a picture to Colin. Hold on, I gotta put a blanket on her because she said she was letting them air out earlier. I'm taking my vitamin D. Anyway, I got I got a gender which I already uh, identified as well enough, so I wasn't surprised. But if you guys should take it if you feel like it. Also, Kaylin, I sent a test randomly yesterday. I was on phone with Kinsey. Uh, Kaylin made me take this like empathy test, and it said if you score less than like thirty, that you're on the Asperger's uh, scale of <laughs> autism. And I scored a twenty-one. It's funny. She has no empathy. I have empathy. Maybe just not the type of empathy that neurotypicals have. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Hold on. Let me actually draw Kaylin as a as a vampire. Yeah, and then we can move on, goofball. Yeah, I was gonna be like, it's been fifteen minutes. (laughs) Wait, why don't you start talking? I can just bring it in at some point. Oh, that's fine. Somebody has to ask me what I shared though. We just wanted to make sure you were you were paying attention. That was all. Um, Mariah, what did you make us watch this week? Make you watch? I'm kidding. Uh, this week I shared um Love Simon for our continued Pride Month. Um, I watched Love Simon in theaters when I was also closeted at my university with my straight normie friends. Um, you know, I I heard that the book was like ten times better than the movie, but obviously we don't have time to watch him to read a book, so we watched the film. Um, this is only my third time watching it. Uh, and surprisingly, you guys might be surprised by this. The first time I watched it, obviously I cried. The second time I watched it, obviously I cried. This time I didn't cry. No sweat off my back. But this time, actually on the third time, didn't cry. So I probably didn't cry during the other times either. <laughs> just to just to take a note based on the listeners knowing that I also cried during all the movies we shows we watch. I didn't cry this time. 
Wow. So, congrats, you your star. We can make fun of Mariah because she didn't cry during it. Heartless bitch. Damn. Heartless bitch doesn't even care about the gay community. Damn. <laughs> Probably homophobic. Damn. 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 Yeah, it, it definitely, it's one of those, one of those cute heartstring pullers. Yeah, I think that the film itself was so important, like, at least for the time. I think it came out in, like, 2017. I could be wrong. Um, but I mean, it's like know, hardly an illegal marriage. 2018. Yeah, very much in, hardly into it. But it was like a nice like coming of age story. And you know, you watch those coming of age stories your whole life, so it's nice to see it in like a queer relationship. <clears throat> Obviously, it still fit the like tropiness of like a rom com or a coming for age, how things just kind of worked. But overall, mm-hmm. I think it's a good story. Yeah, I also liked some of the family dynamics, like outside of the school drama, and like the fact that it's like this really cute, like you know, romantic like cheesy little messaging each other back and forth like kind of story the family dynamic he was like so scared for so many different reasons and like we can talk about it as it comes up but i like kind of um how the film touched on those parts too because like Mm -hmm. maybe if a parent is watching it they can maybe like learn to start watching their mouth whether they know or not about their kids you know yeah, they did such a good job really expressing that. I mean, obviously, when I first watched it, I was in the closet. So I was like, wow, these feelings, I'm feeling those currently. Like, this is wild. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> even just like, yeah, I, I I love the way they dove right in. He's like, yeah, I've got a perfectly normal life. Like, I've got my mom and dad, my sister. I go to school. And like that whole mind space of thinking mm-hmm. like everything's normal except for one yeah. thing. I'm gay as hell. <laughs> we've been talking about this pride month as we've been exploring like our options for what we're going to be showing each other and all that stuff and talking a lot on tropes but the reason why i like this film especially the fact like you said it was based in 2018 is it's a real story about not coming out of the closet and i think that like a lot of tropier stories like make it about the story but this story was like very unique with the whole like you know um the blog website whatever it is like that was a unique twist to it and then, like, kind of like the, I mean, I don't want to skip right to the end, but, like, kind of the full coming around, like, everybody's really accepting about it, or, like, maybe it's not going to be easy every day, but, like, you got your friends, and you have, like, a community at school that cares, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even if there's some dumb bullies, where he's just like, you know what, I accept it. Yeah, there's I definitely- wanted to mention, fuck you, actually, thank you. I, I was letting you I go. Wanted- <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I wanted to mention that we already said that his family was liberal and that was cool, but you could see how they still made mistakes and they didn't do it intentionally. Like, it's totally fine to make mistakes because each, both the parents were like, oh, I should have helped you more when they like obviously found out about it. Um, and I thought that was like a really cool way of like, I don't know, parents taking accountability when maybe there's something they could have done, even if they didn't know they should have done it. You know, I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. yeah it also bleeds into that whole real like the reality of he was like i just want to be normal and gay like why does it have to be this thing where you guys treat me different or talk to me different like there was nothing you really could do to help me yeah even like, his dad saying the word fruity as if like gay has to have a look to it or like or it's not we're gonna look at you differently and we're gonna say the word fruity when we view you that's like our perspective of you and he's like why can't i be normal and me and simon you know yeah, yeah. I, I will say, like, rewatching it now that I'm not in the closet, it was so crazy watching, like, the little parts, like you said, like, the dad saying comments or hearing their friends say things here and there, like, and even just, like, how every little thing kind of set his mind off, like, when someone would say something that was, like, slightly, like, gay, he'd be, like, kind of look at them funny, or when they, like, when he saw the other gay kid at school, he was like, oh, shit, like, it's, like, the little things in your mind that go through when you're trying to, like, hide this part of yourself that no one even knows about, so, like, what are you mm-hmm. hiding at this point? But you could tell yeah. how he was like, on edge. <laughs> you can Sorry, tell that he was just kind of... That. Nice touch. Thank you, Kinsey. You looked great. <laughs> uh, that like weird like on edge feeling. I don't know if you guys could relate to that. But just like anytime someone makes a comment or an offhand comment that you're like, did they... Was that towards me? Do they Absolutely. know what's going on? I think that the only way that you could not watch this movie and be a little bit stressed out for Simon is if you just could not relate to it. Like maybe you've never experienced being in the closet and just don't have an empathy for it. But like, we've all been through middle school, high school. We've all cared about what other people think. And then like, maybe it's harder for someone who's like really gay versus just like bi and like, you know what, I can hide this a little bit longer and pass and, like, just make it through these hard times when I could, like, literally get beat up over, you know, my sexuality. But, like, 
it's a very real thing that a lot of teens go through. So it's like, um, I think it's that that feeling you're talking about is a lot more relatable than you think. The only time I don't think it'd be relatable is a straight person watching it. Like, this is a cute movie. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I even just was that his like friends were kind of writing off how nervous he was or shy all the time. You know, like he was very clearly showing that he was stressed out or like little jumpy from time to time and they'd be like mm, but you know that's just that's just simon like that's wonder why and i'm like yeah. that is a fucking panicked person like what do you mean you know i understand I that they're high schoolers and i understand that they were even mad about the whole lying thing to begin with but i think that when they should they should have been like you were blackmailed like a holy shit like I, yeah you know. what was that about why yeah, didn't yeah, they if like we're, if we're fast forwarding that's my biggest gripe with the film i heard the mo- the book handles it a little different but it's still like one of the biggest complaints like out there how his friends were shitty yeah, it's like, okay, yeah, he lied, and, you know, now you guys know the truth, but, like, he was literally being blackmailed, and, like... I think I'd off myself if I was Simon. Yeah, if I was blackmailed, and then and then outed, and then you guys just stopped talking to me, I'd be like, well, that's my whole life, so... That's yeah, like well, that, I mean, there is a high suicide rate among the LGBT yeah. youth, and, um, I mean, it, seriously, it that's is, why... It's true. That's why for this movie, and... I mean, I'll talk on it a lot more next week when we get to the, you know, women, gay stuff I want to show. But, you know, even though homophobia is a part of this story, I don't take it as tropey as some of the other stories where it's just like, oh, my God, it's wrong to be gay. We should kiss. Like, oh, my God, this is so taboo. Well, I mean, in this film, no one was, like, inherently homophobic, really. Like, I mean, they were obviously the bullies, but they weren't, like, attacking in a tropey way. Yeah, and even if it's just a subtle way of showing it, like, because maybe they're like, we don't want to focus on that, we do want to focus on Simon and accepting himself, and obviously Simon was sweating bullets, like, when, you know, he was going throughout this whole movie, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying that, like, it's an important story to tell, so I'm like, you can, you can be about, a little bit about homophobia, like, I get it, like, it it goes to show the stakes are higher. High school bullies latch onto anything they can to make fun of you for. Exactly. That, that man's got Virgo placements. He was, like, like literally, like, looking like he's going to shit his pants the whole movie. No Scorpio placements, though, because what, what the fuck was that not logging out of your email? And why would you log onto the school computer when you have your damn phone? That's what I was saying. The school computer, too. You don't know what they got access to. He was doing it on the school computer because he didn't want to get caught with having his phone, remember? Oh. Yeah. No, still. Like, I'd be scared that, like, the school's tracking me. That still ain't a Scorpio move. Like, it's been 12 yeah, hours, I, boy ain't message you back. Go go read a book. Go do your homework. And you can check your e- inbox later. Yeah, I, I, know, I think that was real messy of him to do. Let's let's take it back to the beginning, guys. Okay, so... Oh, sorry, we can kind of fast forward. No, I'm used to us doing that. We do all the time. Just talk about, like, how he felt about it. And obviously kind of spans over the whole movie, you know? Look at that uh, ass. I thought... Oh, my gosh. I thought um, how cute it was for him to immediately hop on after finding out there was someone else who was queer at his school that was like secretly queer like he was. He immediately was like, I'm emailing this person. I'm I'm connecting with this person. At first, I was like, when I first watched it, I was like, bro, chill. But then like as the more older person I am, I'm like, I understand like how important it was for him to be like, oh, there's someone in this community that I can talk to, even if it didn't end with like romance. Someone like me. Yeah, I think he originally <laughs> did it so that he could have somebody to talk to, you know? But yeah, Kayla's yeah. right, unlikely. I feel like if you're from a, a small town and there's not many gay people, like, you're going to have a little gay romance. You know, it's so funny because in high school you really don't see it, but you go on Facebook now and these bitches walking around with crosses around their neck and, like, acting super, like, normative have, like, nose piercings now and they're, like, crazy and going to pride. And I'm like, as you should, as you should. Like, we were all fucking, like, shut tight in high school. Yeah. I think there was a lot more queer kids than, like, you might have even thought. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, think about how people you're probably not in touch with anymore from high school that have found themselves since then. Yeah. Like, that's even the people you didn't keep mutuals about. I think, like, maybe two, three people from my high school know anything about me now. Let alone if they know I'm queer. Yep. Yeah, because so. Mariah has secrets. Yeah, because I'm like, a proper Scorpio. There is something I want to say, and I mean, obviously, this shouldn't be a spoiler alert because you should have watched the movie by now. But um, I like that basically one of the first people he suspe- suspects is actually the the guy, because obviously he goes through like his different like, is it him? Is it him? And it was the very first guy that like he suspected that I that I thought it was cute how it came back. Did around you to guess? That. Did you guys guess who it was? I did. No, 
I did. <laughs> Galen, well, okay. no. I did no, immediately honestly, too when I first I watched honest. it. It was only a hunch for me, to be honest, because from the, like when he was like being all flirty, um, I was like, oh, it's him. But then he kissed that girl, and I was like, dude, he just he was drunk. Like I can't for sure say if it was him or not. Like, so I was like, I think it could be him out of all of them, and I was right. I mean, yeah, when you see how he's talking to other guys, I'm like, it ain't there. Whatever was going on no, before the- ain't there. Yeah. Ryan knows, because remember, guys, she has a PhD. I thought it was Martin. In Yuri, right? I'm just kidding. Yuri? Yeah, and Yaoi. Yeah, Yuri women. Fuck. I think yeah, the first time I watched it, I was, like, fully convinced that it was it was uh, Bam at the beginning. But then I wanted it to be the Waffle House guy. I was like, he's kind of cute. The yeah, Waffle the Waffle House, House guy seemed more like, uh, more like I don't know, but, dedicated to him. I, I yeah, know, and I was then like, when, he, he, when he approached him at the football game, I was like, "Is this him?" Is I, this I wasn't him? convinced until he approached him at the football game. I was like, "I might be wrong. It might not be him." <laughs> Dang. Well, Caitlin, like who joke? did you think it was then? Oh, my joke is that I thought it was Martin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, uh, I um, while we're talking about there's Martin, there's a boy who is like I was gonna say something about Martin. What was his name? He was like kind of the blonde Jesse McCarty looking motherfucker. The friend? No, here. What is his name? I will look it up. The blonde one. Oh, the one from the musical. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. he was like. There was that moment that they were like getting like kind of close, but he seemed really reserved. And I'm like, you know what? The other boys, they try to make it seem really flirty that I bet it's going to be the shy boy that just comes out of the woodworks. I don't know. Even though there wasn't a lot between them. I was just like, I bet that they pulled that. Like he was so shy to interact with, you know, Simon. Or I thought it was somebody who's never interacted with him before, which would have been kind of boring a little bit, but like just been completely cute. out of the woodworks. Well, secret crushy crush. I think that could have been cute. Like I, I actually, my number one guess is some background character who like you literally just walking by and like when they do like the, the montage of all the clips he's ever been in the same scenes as him, but like he's never had any you know- screen time before. I must be addicted to anime or something because I thought the exact same thing if it wasn't going to be... Was his name Bam? The main guy? I believe it's I Bam. It was Bram. Yeah. Bram, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Whatever his name is, I was like, if it's not him, it's got to be a character I haven't even seen. Like, I was thinking yeah. anime. I was thinking Aaron. The, you know? <laughs> I, like, I've always been there. Like, yes. and it shows every clip he's been with a different boy and, like, maybe in the background there's some boy just watching always. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I just maybe not heard. watching because at that time he didn't know. Like, yeah, maybe not at that moment because they didn't know it was each other. So maybe he was at the Halloween party and we just passed by him. Maybe he was at the football game and we just passed by him. He was at the snack stand and he was always in the background. We just and then by at the Ferris wheel, wheel, this random boy who had zero screen time just walked straight up and gets on with. Him. Yeah, I really oh thought that's God. what was going to happen too. I was convinced. But you know, it's nice it to add a twist. I like I like the twist that they did choose. I was like, okay, you were just confused making out with a girl, I guess. That was my what first guess too. So my first guess was correct. He what? what what did you just say? Oh, I said that I loved the actor, but I was listening to Kinsey, sorry. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I thought he was a cutie. Yeah, he was Yeah, cutie. he's he's queer in real life. I don't know if he's like bi or just gay or whatever but i know that he's like an actual queer actor so honestly you say i that? Really don't feel comfortable with straight actors playing gay roles i think it's yeah. very not uh, cool. that was a lot of hate from this film because nate robinson is straight um and when they casted him into it he obviously got a lot of backlash for it and he was saying how like i think like a lot of his family and close friends are queer and when he got the opportunity he was like i want to be able to like take this identity for like for my friends and like really represent it well or whatever but you know obviously still a lot of backlash because i agree with you kinsey um i think mo- now more than ever we should have queer representation properly yeah. i yeah i'm just saying like you can't cast a white girl as a black girl so let's why why, why are we doing a straight guy to yeah. pretend to be you know like yeah. i think it should be taken seriously i did think the kiss in the car at the very end of the movie looked a little too quick you know what i mean i'm like what what kind of kiss was that I, yeah, yeah, I mean, I thought the same thing, too. I'm not saying they need to, like, fucking, like, Make get out. naked or some shit, but, like, I did think for all the tension that I was hoping to see that it would be, like, just a little bit more genuine, and maybe it wasn't genuine because the bitch is straight. Like, goddamn. Yeah, it's possible, man. 
Uh, Kinsey, what were you saying um, about Martin? How were you saying about Martin? Oh, it's so funny. I was literally about to like progress the plot and bring up Martin, so that's funny. Yeah, let's go in because I hate that piece of crap. Uh, well, I want to go straight, just straight into the part I hated the most. Besides him, Wait, he reminds me of someone we know. Someone who obviously is not socialized well enough, who is really weird, and is willing to backlash someone. Yep, yep. Well, what I was going to say about Martin is, I'm going straight to the end. I mm-hmm. can't, I don't know if, like, they were trying to be like, oh, Martin made mistakes, and this is him, like, basically, like, trucing it out. No. You blackmailed this guy throughout the entire fucking movie, and then you think just a little tick is going to solve it. You showed all these ass emails on the internet that will never go away. Even if even if Simon eventually is like, okay, I don't care that people saw it. Like, still, it will always be there. And I I don't like how the movie or if that happened in the books, I don't know how that was like resolved. I don't think it's resolvable. I think that fucking Martin needs to go find a new identity in a different city if he wants to ever find any like you know happiness in his life. Because I would have never forgave someone for doing that. There's people who, like, okay, I don't believe in bullying at all, but there's some weird kids that need to be bullied, and I think that Martin is one of them. I think that the obsessive behavior, like, can't get enough of Abby. Even in, Simon helped him several times, and it's like, at what point are you going to delete the blackmail and that she's just not interested in you? Simon can help you to the ends of the earth, but if this woman doesn't, like, marry you, are you going to still throw him under the bus, you know? It's just, like, obsessive, weird, which, like, it's the weird kid that people stay away from in schools, if you know what I mean. And For a fucking reason. Yeah, and I didn't... Yeah, I mean, um, I get, like, a visceral reaction with Martin, like, on the screen every time. Every time. I just get so mad, because you're right, Caitlin. Like, literally deserve to be bullied. I, I hope in the book they do give a better resolution, because even in the movie, like, they don't, like applaud him for what he did. Literally, he's like, I'll buy you another ticket, and Simon says absolutely nothing, because he's already mad. But like you made a fool scene... of yourself. Like he wants to blame it on Simon because he's like, "Well, go big or go home or whatever it was." And you know that yeah. wasn't you. You interpreted it at that the way that you did. You made a fool of yourself, and to get the heat off of you, you put the heat onto Simon. Literally, that's what he said. He was like, "There was everyone was staring at me, making fun of me at the at the homecoming game." So I I, I thought I would just get the the heat on you. And that whole scene makes me so mad. And he's like yelling that scene when um Simon's telling him like, you don't get to out me. You don't get to tell me like you took away something that's like really important to me. Every time I have a visceral reaction during that scene, that's when I first cried the first time I saw it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I cried at the end of this fucking movie. I was so upset. Yeah. I, I, just all of it cumulatively. I was like, oh my God, I'm getting hit back to back. Like, I always cry at that like, part when he yells at Martin. And I cry at the part with the dad at the end when the dad's like telling yeah. them how he feels bad. Yeah, I liked that part. That's where I got very emotional as well. Um, my older brother um, outed me as well. And, like, the thing is, is he said, if you don't do it, I'll do it when it came to our dad. But then my aunt was making comments when she came up to visit. And she brought up, like, boys and girls and some sort of, like, you know, whoever you find, like, you know, checking on my relationship status. And I was like, um, I know that man done told you. <laughs> And it just, it really pissed me off because I was like, that's for me to tell. And even if I chose to take it to my grave for certain people, that's still mine to choose. Um, and then I remember I did really bad on a semester at school, at our college, Kinsey. And I sent an email <laughs> and I was, and I said how distraught I was because I was going through a lot. And I actually brought that up. And I know because our school really cares a lot about that. It helped a lot. And they're like, oh, we you know feel really bad. Here's this like, you know, basically this like forgiveness and we're not going to take away your scholarships. And I was like, damn right yeah i went through some shit give me that scholarship back they were like shit we said we supported the gays so if we're gonna support the gays then we we gotta say okay honestly yeah yeah, the the fear of being outed is like so terrifying like i'm sure for anyone but like i remember just like hearing stories of friends i knew or people i knew had gotten outed and i was like it's gonna be like the worst thing in the absolute world especially like when you don't come from a healthy family yeah luckily for me my dad, like, I called him, and I was, like, really, like, Simon-level, like, heaving, basically, telling him. And he's like, what's wrong? You're pregnant? D- just tell me. Just My dad's so forward. And I was like, I like boys and girls. And he was like, that's it? He's like, I'm literally at the grocery store right now. Like, you know, he's, like he's like, you need anything? And I was like, well, Corey said that he if, if I didn't tell you, he was going to tell you. He's like, why does your brother give a shit? Oh, my gosh. He's like, I, hey, what does I, that have to do with him? And, and he just went about his day. He's like, "Yeah, uh, I'm I'm near Cleveland. If you need me to bring you some milk," and I'm like, 
Okay, that's that's your dad. Kaylin, said, can I, I come out to your dad? <laughs> I honestly think he knew, and it was probably because of the fact I couldn't eliminate my search history when I went down a whole bunch of years. You didn't want to do that. No. He he just kept the laptop. He said, "I think I'm gonna keep the laptop for a few days." He never brought it up to me. I was Dang, looking up some Kaylin. like some eleven year old boy stuff. I'm like boobies, boobies. What do boobies look like? Girls Sex- kissing. Sexy boobies. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, the other yeah. scene that I really love and relate to is, you know, it's that funny scene where he's like talking about how he's not going to come out to a closet, uh, out of the closet until he's in college. And I think it's so funny because like, I think that's a completely normal thing too. Everyone goes through that. And I remember thinking that same thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Uh, <laughs> speaking of not ready to tell certain people. Speaking of. Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I remember thinking that same thing. I was like, when I get into college, at first I didn't understand that. When I was in, when I was high school, Mariah, I was like, why? Why do people do that in college? That's so weird. It's because people in college are paying adults who don't have the time to like go around and bully other adults who are paying to go to their classes. Like a fresh high start. It, it, you get to reform it's, who you are. It's a fresh start, but like I would argue, unless it's just the straight up normal drama between friend groups and you know oh my god she's sleeping with her ex and blah 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 like um you go into a classroom with you know 20 other adult strangers all paying the same teacher like they don't care if you're openly gay like honestly like what what do you unless it's just within your interpersonal friend group like if there's any sort of jerks in there like I just, it's not the same mentality. They're all like, I'm literally paying to study here. Like, I don't give a shit about running around the halls and bullying you because you have a pride pin versus in high school. Like, that would have been like shark uh, shark meat, you know, like yeah. some chum. Because in high school, it's like, I, I mean, I, I know you guys didn't go to the same school your whole life, but I've been in the same school since I was five. So, like, everyone who I knew has known me since I was five years old. So, like, for you to change your identity, basically, at junior year of high school, that's like, you're like outcast immediately. Yeah. No, for I'm really embarrassed because I think that because I was someone who was like heavily bullied and I was really introverted and shy, I actually overlooked a lot of like bullying moments and it was like spread across of a lot of really wrong reasons. And it's something that like now that I've gone to college and I've really learned how to speak up for myself, I wish I could go back and just like, you know, start kind of snapping back or like standing up for people. But I literally like ran into a closet and shut myself in and I never looked, you know, I, I was the look away kind of person because I was just really scared. Yo, we, I, I mean, I feel like young us all were, you know, like, how much could you really say without mm-hmm. being attacked? Yeah. But I, I went to that Mississippi high school, so it was, like, so bad. Like, teachers looked away, and that was, like, really wrong. Like, I watched teachers look away. Yeah. Did you like that scene in the movie when the, the principal all of a sudden had a little pride pin on his jacket after Simon got outed? That man was, like, trying so hard to level with them. Do you know the, the, the fucking montage? Where they're all reading Simon's things and it's like flipping between like the yeah. friends and the different boys, and then it cuts to the teacher, and I'm like, "What if he's blue?" <laughs> well, I want to know is like, why was he so invested in him? Like, I know he was all like, "I see you, I see myself in you," but it's like, why was he so invested? in this I think man, he though? was trying to be like the cool teacher with everyone, and we just happened to see how close he was with Simon. Like, I think he was like the cool principal that would walk up to anyone who was like you know, not socializing something, trying to get to know them, trying to be the cool guy in the school, you know? He's trying to... Yeah. Okay. Which is, like, so the worst like, people in the world. Honestly, like, two weeks later, they come out with a fucking accusation that they're, like, you know, having... Uh, I'm sorry, that's kind of what I was thinking. That's kind of what I was thinking. So that I happened was like, at my middle school. My assistant yep. principal, he was so cool. He'd be like, Mariah, par- pizza party in my room in the office. And I'd be like, come to get my pizza. He would come up to me and talk to me in the hallway. He, We had regular conversations. Two weeks later, or like a month later, he transferred to a different school. Immediately got arrested for talking to a minor on Facebook. Oh. I know. Oh. Cheyenne had like sent me the article and I was like, I was having private pizza parties in his office. Private pizza parties. <laughs> <laughs> Mariah, you might as well have done a little. High I know, but you guys know I was such a naive child. Like I'm naive now. Imagine naive thirteen year old Mariah. I mean, like private pizza party. Yeah. I, was like, I love pizza. Oh I have the funniest side tangent if you guys allow me to, or if not, we can continue on with the story. But no, I, Hold I, I on, swear look at my baby. <laughs> Kids, he's just doodling all that. Look at that pussy. It's literally <laughs> a cat's face, by the way, everybody that she drew over a woman. 
Oh my gosh. If your side tangent is quick, Kaylin, we can do your side tangent. All right. My side tangent. My dad, when I was like probably second grade, very young mindset, tried to warn me about strangers. He's like, even if they say puppies, and I'm like, that they have puppies in their car. And I'm like, why would they lie about puppies? I was so sad. Guess what? I fast forward, I'm still in second grade. And uh, my one friend and his weird, like, father or whatever, literally creepy ass looking father, like serial killer looking like man. Um, he's like, you should come look at my husky in my car. And I don't know where the teachers were. This creepy old man and this little boy walk me away from the playground and I go say hi to their actual husky. And I told my dad that recently. I was like, dad, remember when you told me not to like talk to that weird, creepy guy and I would tell you about him after school and you're like, you should not talk to strangers. Well, I walked up to his car and said hi to his husky and you told me, <laughs> you told me to, like, I'm saying, I'm 25 years old telling my father the story and he's just shaking his head. He's like, yeah, I know. He's like, it was so hard with you. You're such a naive, trusting person. Oh he said, my gosh. You were one of the worst bitches to raise. I was like, I need this story to come full circle. Now that I'm an adult, I can tell him this. It was always a secret. I was like, Dad, I went, in, I went up to strangers' cars when they told me they had puppies anyways. Oh, my gosh. And I was fine. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, I wanted to Nobody ask. Nobody liked my baby. It was cute. Okay, thanks. All right, moving on. Um, What was it? Oh, the the part when, like, whatever the heck. Her name's not Hannah because that's her name in 13 Reasons Why. What's this? The, Leah. When Leah is, Leah. like, so mad at Simon, when you, I was shocked the first time I watched it that Leah was like, I had a crush on you, Simon. I was like, you couldn't tell, Leah? You couldn't tell he didn't like you tell. after all this time? But, like, not only that, but when was, like, I had a crush on gay guys before, and then I found out they were gay, and I was like, oh. But if so, you were best uh, friends with them from the age of five? Okay, okay, never mind. If I was best friends with them from the age of five, I'd be like, oh, why? yeah, I know you're gay, and I would have gotten over it, you know? I um did not like it was very high school behavior for her to be like I'm mad you told Abby first oh my like, god literally like that's something that a high schooler would get mad at like why didn't you tell us together then you know like who gives a shit who he told first and like you had a point it's easier I think I told some random person like intoxicated before I told Cheyenne I can't remember when I first yeah because you never have seen an intoxicated you never see that person again well it wasn't you know? like a random person it was just someone I wasn't as close with at the time and it is easier. Oh. It's easier to know, like, if I lose this person, you know, it's not going to be that dent on my life, you know, to test the waters almost. See, you're braver than I am. I would have told a rando. I would have told a rando. I think I told Dejanae at a party once. That was the first one. And that's because she was already part of the community. So it felt easier to do. I haven't really told any of my family. I've only insinuated. And I know it's because, like, if my family from my mom's side finds out, they're going to reach out to me like crazy like i'm not kidding they will they i'm even afraid that they would ask me to go to a family gathering and then like try to have an intervention or something because they've done this like all put their hands on you and start speaking tongues and cult shit haven't you heard of those stories of families finding out that their kid's gay or whatever they're doing doesn't matter if they're gay or not something they don't agree with and they send them off i mean i'm a grown adult right so they couldn't really do it but at the same time, that Within doesn't the mean camps. People, they, they could still send me to a camp and people might not know where I am. They could. And if they don't have they could do a lot of shit. There's like, I mean, I bet you there's some underground shit, some Handmaid's Tale shit. Where they keep I, I mean, I've read about camp. it. I've literally read about yeah. people who have had that happen to them. And you don't have to just be a minor for that shit to happen. All to they you, have to you know? do is plead that you're like not sane. There's fucking yeah. villages and communities in America where like, minors getting married to old men are legal they're like shut-in wall communities where like the outside world are not welcome to come in and it's super duper religious so who's to say that you wouldn't get kidnapped sent to one of those fucking places and they're like oh she went to go join and they literally they have they have a gun against your head and they're like you're gonna say this when they're they come and check on you and you're well, like god is everything you know it's like the celebrities it's like britney spears like her parents just had like the what's it called the they had conservative the conservative Ship. something like that like and that. so they they like all you have to do is plead like insanity and all of a sudden your parents have every right to your body i want to bring up like I don't know all uh, this is babies okay i want to bring up again the you know i already mentioned it earlier but i really want to like delve deep on like before i was like the representation i want to see is just like you know normal queer main characters who are going on adventures and you know it doesn't have to be some sort of like 
farmer's wife trope where oh my god it's not good to be gay and we're cheating on our husbands but let's kiss and there's like this thrill this fetish this like excitement kind of shit versus like um with love simon i think that those are the stories exactly that can help like normalize us further as a society you know yeah i mean i think you have to when when i had said it came out in 2018 you were like yeah just being legal like that really puts in perspective like how long it's been since marriage has been legalized which to some people that's still not normal they're just like oh it's legal doesn't mean it's normal i mean we're we're only like a hundred years removed from like slavery being like illegal and look at how the backlash is and we're not even 10 years from gay marriage being legal i felt like a story about like finding acceptance and love and you know and i like that more because it was more about acceptance and not just like oh this weird thing you know yeah, it wasn't a tragedy that, like, was this fetishized taboo that we're committing. Um, the Even the familial support, like, which is a great example of a family that's just trying. We're not asking you to be perfect. We're just asking for love and respect. Yeah, I loved how even the mom was like, I, I didn't know, but I knew, like, something was off, but I didn't want to push. Like, Yeah. Because my family would be all up great. in my business. Mm-hmm. Let me, like, top and bottom. Yeah, and definitely top. <laughs> I love. Marissa, really? I can't with you. <laughs> ah, and I love how after like his little story, how it became like a good thing for the school to like have their little confessions. You know, it came it came full circle with like, even though I'm sure that's not like the worst Simon will face in his life. It was nice to see this nice little congratulation from the school, realizing how brave he was for what he did. That that ending with everyone confessing reminded me of um, Dear Evan Hansen a little bit when everybody was like, or or Heather's. Um, they're all like, let's all just say what's on our mind and heal. And like, you know, obviously the Heather's was not like a really good, you know. Suicidal. yeah i think it was Not cute i again i don't know like how great the film is compared to the book um i think that it's such a great film for just like young children to watch in general whether it's like you're a, a queer kid who's closeted or not you know i think it's such a great like i think it's important now more than ever to like have these little communities and little accessibilities to little things like that um mm-hmm. i know i was talking i think to cheyenne the other day like the importance of like just having a community full of like other queer people like it's not it's like even though you have friends that are allies and like are like you know comfortable people you can talk to it's never quite the same until you're talking to someone who's already in it like I know people complain like oh you guys talk about it so much and it's like well yeah you know people like this spend how many years in the closet or not being able to speak about it now that you're comfortable with this person you're gonna want to talk about it like that's like you you spent how much of your life hiding yourself like arguably too it's like you know somebody who's jacked up on nascar mountain dew it's like how much do you talk about that shit how much do you talk (laughs) about your sports like jesus christ or like just let's say you're a cis straight male and you're like running around bars talking about women like oh i'm gonna get me a woman look at that girl over there look at that ass like oh my god A, a queer person's like oh my god, I can't wait to, like, uh, meet people at, you know, this gay bar or whatever. And they're like, God, why make your whole personality? Yeah, and that's why I think it's important to have, like, other people who are, are queer, like, friends in your life. Like, even though I'm like, yeah, other friends support me 100%, it's like, when I'm talking to you guys specifically, it's like a whole different level of comfortableness when it comes to talking about whether it's, like, any experience or, like, relationship or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Kinsey's face. <laughs> When I got to art school with Kinsey, and I think I was talking to my room at the time, so just, like, my three roommates about him being very emotional because it was something that was always a part of me, but I never labeled it, ever. And it it didn't feel like coming out because I felt like I had come out a long time ago to myself, but I felt like, okay, am I actually going to walk around with this label on and come out? And that was what was emotional. So I started talking with that, like, hi, I'm bisexual, pansexual, you know, whichever I felt at more at the time throughout my career. And I had even experienced homophobia throughout our, like, you know, uh, mingling with certain people. Like, there was people who was questioning mine and Kinsey's friendship over it. I mean, obviously, that's even happened between you two now. And I, it just, it's disgusting because it's like, I don't know, just the fact that some people didn't want me to be around Kinsey because they thought the worst. 
They're so cute. Dylan was in a deep ass conversation, and I was like doodling yeah (laughs) no i mean you're you're not wrong caitlin i mean i remember before i was like out i i think that there's probably people in my life who knew before i was out and i remember like having people and people be like why are you and so and so like this like why are you and your friend like doing this or why are you guys so close and it's like that's just my best friend what are you talking about i know i I just assume that because you like let's say if you were just a lesbian like you like girls you can't have any girls that are just your friend like literally, don't you have guy friends that you find maybe attractive but you want nothing to do with? Yeah, and I think that's a normal thing. So for like it to be yeah. like such a hard thing, yeah. And you're right, Caitlin. I mean, I think you you just being in that community where other people were already accepting of it makes it easier for you to say those words or to have that label. I mean, I have had only straight friends, which is why the first friend I came out to was already bi. It made it a lot easier for me to kind of not feel judged, I guess. But when I told my first straight friend, I remember literally crying, telling Cheyenne I was like in their car and I was like, Hey, um, I think I like girls <laughs> and boys. And she was like, okay. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I, know, I love when they're just like, okay. Um, in my instance, it, it was even beyond like just, and I've still gotten it like, oh, you two seem close, which like is kind of a minor form of homophobia. But I experienced yeah. straight up like, Kinsey, I don't think you should hang out with Caitlin since she likes girls too. Little did they know, Kinsey likes girls too. And Oh, again, that's even worse. Mm-hmm. They did. They they thought it was weird that we would have like sleepovers and hang out like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think but... that was like, one of my biggest things that kept me from not saying anything to any of my family growing up. Like I was like, I could totally like I remember I told you guys when I was like thirteen. My dad was like, "You got any boyfriends?" I was like, "No." He's like, "Any girlfriends?" Like I won't judge. I don't care. But like I think that's like an inherent thing that they they've learned for through their dumb logic. Like if I would have told my dad at thirteen, yeah, I do. I never would have had sleepovers. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. it's been like. I don't care if it's a girl. I don't want them to have sex at all. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like Kenzie said, it's quite normal for women who are only attracted to men to turn down men left and right and not even look their way and not be attracted or have male friends that like it's completely platonic to them. And it's just there's so many wackos in the world. It, it goes so deep and crazy and it's disgusting. And I like seeing us like all step in the right direction because we have just the small little blip of time on earth. And it's like, mind your fucking business. Yeah. Yeah. And so I loved that like bravery that like Simon was like, when his sister was like, you can deny it. He was like, why would I deny it? Like, this is who I am. I'm like, you're, you better than me, Simon. Cause I would have, I would have denied it real quick. Well, also she's something yeah. for giving advice when she's like nine. So, <laughs> Yeah, she's like, why don't you just not? Why don't you just it? say it's a lie? As if there's not literal blackmail with proof right there. It's like when you're totally by mom who doesn't know she's by is like, I even thought girls were attractive when I was younger and I was able to just like choose being with a man and it's like, so you're by. Yeah. So you're by. Yeah. And so I loved that. I loved that he was like, No, this is who I am. I'm embracing it and that's it. I was like, dang, good for you, dude. Cause I couldn't yeah. even say the word out loud till a couple years ago. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was just vibing really two like years charities. ago. I like charities that are there for. Um, I have to look some up and like spit them off on the podcast before it's over. Um, that well, support some, LGBT teens that completely just get kicked to the curb because like they feel that pride. They're like, you know what? Why should I not hide any longer? Kind of like that Simon mentality. Mm-hmm. And instead of them having a really cool family, they're homeless yeah bobby uh god bobby is his name bobby brown I, I, let me look it up real quick the queer eye man i mean i uh, think that's important to note like he he knew like he said at the beginning of the film like he knew that his family would be okay with it he was like but why is it so hard to do it then if i know my family's okay with it my friends are okay with it why can i not I say it still and he fully acknowledged that he was like i was scared it was all me scared of the change mm-hmm. bobby burke from queer eye came out to his family i don't know how young i know it was like i think 18 it could have been even younger or older somewhere around that age but he got completely kicked out disowned and was homeless and he like you know barely made it to new york and now he's like one of the most successful like uh interior designers out there and like yeah. really like world renowned and he has like tons of li- religious trauma too so it's like the people out there and you still can survive and you can still make it but it's just like you know i think having um those kinds of charities are super cool because some people like Simon are just like, you know what? I won't deny it. Like no, and they might not have a really cool family. Yeah. I mean, that's the truth. Nine times out of 10. I mean, that, that is what happens. Not nine times out of 10, but a majority of the time, you know, 
even like even like there's like people who aren't even religious that still just disown their family because they're like that's not normal and it's like you have no reason to believe that's not normal like you don't have any other moral or belief besides you just being an ass Mm -hmm. besides you just being a piece of shit I've literally questioned Kaylin. Yeah. I don't remember who it was. Someone we work with. I was like, they're not religious, but they hate gay people. I don't understand where the connection comes to. Yeah. I honestly think it's like they are not used to it. They think it's literally weird because they think they, the norm is to be straight. And it's like there shouldn't be one or the other, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They talk about this like biological design of how like men and women can create life, which like the act of creating life is like what you're going to value in different genders when some people can't, you know, procreate. And we're like very little chromosomes off from being a man or a woman when like we're in the womb. It's like we're developing very much the same. And then it's like a very last minute split that you're a man or a woman. And are Yeah, I think everyone is, is you're like a woman until like the like the last couple months. Mm-hmm. And when you're a child, like our bodies are like pretty much the same till we hit puberty one way or the other. And like you see people take like, you know, hormones if they're trans and like it literally gender does not matter. So it's yeah, like your body's like, shit, we changing it up. All right. It doesn't <laughs> care. Guys, we're we're not a lesser species on this planet. We're actually overpopulated. Like, can we stop, take a break from the kid making? And then at that point, what's it matter who you're with? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just dumb. Yeah, it's like, so... I'm not going to put value into a human being just for the ability to procreate. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And I'm glad that I was able to show this film to you guys. I remember asking Kaylin if she watched it just because I had stumbled across like probably like an editor or a GIF or something from this film. And obviously, like I said, it's not like an amazing, great story or whatever, but for a coming of age story that focuses on a queer relationship, like for me being closeted watching the first time, it meant like so much. I was literally like sobbing in the theaters with my straight friends. Like, yeah, that was, that was such I a great film. So Don't good. mind me. I cry during movies all the time. <laughs> I'm no, not really I, good bro i really did mm-hmm. and yeah like i'm not in high school anymore so when i watch those things i try to watch it from a lens of like what i really have needed yeah. in high school or in early college and i really thought it was so cute i i really yeah. loved it i think they had a lot of good things going on with it good choice Mariah. <laughs> yeah it's like you can empathize with the weight that a high schooler who's in the closet would feel watching this film and it's i, I can see exactly why it's really important Guys, why yeah. do I just randomly start being able to draw anime? Like, there's Kaylin. That I is me. I fucked up the body, so don't look at that. You make me want to be blonde again in that picture. No, your brown hair in this one. All right. But look, you're so I fucked up Those the anatomy because so I, I have a pen, so don't roast me. But Mine looks like Greg Kaylin. from over the garden wall. This is Kaylin when she's little, and she goes and collects bugs. <laughs> Mine's cute. You know what's wild, Kinsey, is I have so many pictures of young Mariah dressed like that. That's why, I, that's why I drew like that. I, do you see the balls I put in your hair? Yeah. Click, 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 click. You the know, like, black girl balls? Yeah, the black girl balls. And then Kaylin and I have, well, I actually made myself look the worst out of all of these examples. I'll have to redraw myself. You were warming up. Yeah, these, these are good. <laughs> Let me draw Ripley now. Well, Mariah, are you going to ask us if we'd share it or are we? Yeah, yeah, I was getting there. Kinsey was just showing us her art um well I, i'm glad you guys liked it Jerry, would you would you ever consider sharing this film with someone else yes yes <laughs> i'm just messing <laughs> yeah i would share this film even right now um as a whole ass adult at 24 i feel like i can be a little hard on high school movies now because i'm not in high school so i'm like all right if i'm gonna be watching a movie that's set in high school like what can i take from it and i feel like this one was so good and it had so many lessons in it and i just liked the character a lot i honestly was rooting for him so hard i was like that's why i was a little disappointed in the kiss at the end i was like i've seen better <laughs> but you know yeah, yeah. i, I um, know there's a spin-off of the show like a uh, basically like another character i don't know if it's from like the same like uh school or what but there's a hulu show called love victor and i wanted to watch it i haven't gotten around to watching it. i don't know how good it is maybe i'll look into it um, and mm-hmm. then I know that the author of Love, Simon has another one about a girl. I don't know any context about it. I'm assuming it's also queer. Oh, yeah. I'd, lo- I'd like to see that one and see how it pairs up with this movie. Yeah, I'll send um, the book your, uh, your guys' way. I would, uh, if I ever threw a pride slumber party, I would definitely be showing this as like a chick flick, but like, you know, the pride version. Yeah, it gives like rom-com vibes. This it is a rom-com. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I yeah, that's it. that's why I'm like, I really liked it, and the only roast I have is definitely the kiss. I'm like, see, you got me all uh, so excited, and, and I just wasn't vibing at the end. Yeah, even the kiss on the Ferris wheel, I was like, that's it. But, I mean, you know, to be fair, he, he, he this isn't even his first kiss. He's had a kiss before. So what? I want the I want the. That's, no, that's what I'm saying. My argument would have been if it was his first kiss, I'd give it to him. But it wasn't his first kiss. Oh. So what's up with the Ferris wheel scene? Give me more. Give me more. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, also, I love how the whole school showed up for the Ferris wheel scene. They were, like, waiting and rooting for him. How embarrassing it would have been if like, he didn't show up. Him? I would have been like, can you guys leave? Mm-hmm. But I, mean, I did think you want was- me to confess my first love right here in front of all y'all. When Martin came forward. He's like, "It's not you." Caitlin, does Martin Ripley like, have a black right eye or what? Which eye all? What'd you say? Um, her yeah. left, her right eye has the black eye, and her left ear oh has gosh. the black ear. See, you can't be talking about Ripley in the middle of the podcast. Anyway, <laughs> I liked the scene when Martin was like, "It's me, it's it's me." And we we're like, no, like, no, Martin, get out of here. So did you <laughs> like Martin? Like, did you end up liking him towards the end or no? No, no, no I never liked Martin. I don't think that he ever gets any character arc. I, I, I still, I always like to, you know, we talk about Kinsey. Sometimes the bad guys get arcs that make them cooler at the end. He never once, I Martin felt like he like never that. once learned his lesson. I'd like to think in the book they go into more detail about it, but he was never once likable. Like, even from the very first moment. What? I was saying, I don't think he deserves to have that. It's not realistic for someone to have selfishly made their mistake, then selfishly wanted forgiveness. I don't think one kind act, like, is enough to show me a character arc no. within that short period of time. That's going to take him being in therapy his junior year of college, talking about the homophobic shit he did in high school. Yeah, I mean, literally from the beginning when you meet Martin, he's, like, a horrible person. He's like, hey, Simon, saw your emails. <laughs> and then you're like, are you kidding me? Like, his whole life's going downhill right now. And then well, he, dang, what he said, dangled it forever. I would have mm-hmm. just like logged out. I never would have logged into the school emails to begin with because I would be fear that I can't delete my history after. It's like when I look up stuff at the work email, I can't delete my history. So every time I Google Genshin stuff for Kinsey, it sits there. Pretend this is the confession cubicle. One time at the library, somebody did not log out of their email. Someone popular and I went digging around. Nothing interesting though. And I logged out. <laughs> He said, pretend this is the confessions window. (laughs) You ain't find nothing good? Nothing good. All just email shit. Confessions. About once a week, I would go into Jasmine's room when we were kids and run through everything because I wanted to see what she was up to. And it was like a weekly thing that got done every week. (laughs) I'd go through her boxes. I'd look in her bed. I'd go through her clothes. I'd be like, what's she hiding here? I found condoms here and there. Like, I was like, this bitch is having sex. I I knew even before she told me because I was looking through her stuff. That's funny. Hopefully she never watches this. (laughs) Honestly, I was just... I I mean, I I feel like back then I was kind of like an evangelical Christian. So I was like, oh my God, I had an opinion. But like... Honestly, I was just like, what's she up to? Like, she's so good at not telling me things, so I might as well just go figure it out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I drew the animals really bad. Oh. No, you okay. didn't. They're cute. I love Ripley. Her tail looks like a bunch of fingers. You know, the only thing I can draw about fucking Ripley is her damn head. Once you <laughs> get to the body, I'm like, ah. And then I fucked up Greg, so I was like. Oh, Greg. I miss Greg. Dang. Well, Kaylin. To continue on with our month, what are you sharing with us next week? So I decided to put uh, over the, or not over the garden, <laughs> uh, fried green tomatoes back on the shelf for now. I don't. I just. I was like, that's not what I want to show for pride. And I, I will talk about this a bit more next week. But all week long, before I watched Love Simon, I went down the most lesbian rabbit hole, trying to sift through the garbage out there for women. And I will bring up all this again on the next week's podcast. And out of all of it, I have pulled up the anime Vampire in the Garden. <laughs> Wait, over the garden wall. That's funny. I just noticed there was a similarity in the title and it made me giggle. So um, we'll be watching that anime. It's only five episodes on Netflix and that's the entire show. So I'm really excited that like we have like a super short one because our max is like five episodes per week for anime. And we get to watch a whole series this week. That is exciting. I'm excited. 
Uh, there's only so many Wait, like so five episodes. Only five episodes for the whole story. I'm excited because oh, you're right, and there are only so many WLW out there, so. Yeah, and like I said, I want to save that talk for the episode itself for, like, our wrap-up for um, Pride. I kind of gave you guys tidbits of what I want to mention. I think it's really important because we've seen two queer boy shows, and I wanted to wrap it up with some queer girl stuff. Um, it was a very difficult task, so I need some gold stickers from both of you. I can't, I watched so much queer shit this week. Thank you. Or queer women shit. Uh, the show is made by the same people as Naruto as well. I recommend you guys watch it in uh, dub. I watched like half an episode in English and half an episode in Japanese. And I liked the Japanese voices better. I thought they fit uh, the main two a little bit better personally. But, you know, whatever you guys pick is fine. So I should watch um, it in dub or dub? In Japanese. So Okay, dub, you said dub, sub. so I was confused. Ah, look at that. It's okay, it's okay. Um, I think Kinsey will really like the style. There's some people who straight up had like some Minato hair and like some people. No, the main witch bitch, I mean, the main vampire bitch looks like the last boss in Naruto. She looks like the last boss they fight. Yeah. And you won't be disappointed by the action scenes, obviously, if it's made by the people who made Naruto. So I, um, I liked it for a quick watch. We'll talk more about it next week. Okay. Well, talk to you guys next week, losers. Yeah, donate to queer charities. Goodbye. Yeah, we'll link some. Bye. Bye. <laughs> you, you, you cry.